Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. This is the most dramatic podcast ever. An iHeartRadio podcast. I'm Bethany. Chris Harrison, Bethany Frankel. And yes, we just, <laughs> if you listen to the first part with Bethany, uh, I'm glad you clicked over um, to listen to the rest of the story, as they say. Um, as we've gotten to know each other, look, Bethany and I, ju- we literally just met about an hour ago. But I also <laughs> yep. feel like we're best friends now. I feel like exactly. exactly. I've always had this crazy amount of love and respect for you. And, and partially that's due to my fiance, Lauren Zima, who thinks you are just the most amazing woman in the world. And she's like, trust me, you are going to love Bethany when you get to talk to her because Lauren interviewed you a bunch while she was at Entertainment Tonight. So I am glad we finally got to talk. And I feel like this is the first of many convos we will have. Yeah, and you'll know that. Yeah, now we know each other. Don't you think it's interesting that podcasts, since doing podcasting, you can even know someone, like you know them through the industry, but not until you talk to them through this form do you really know them. Like we talk superficially to people. What restaurant did you go to? What are you working on? Not like what- yeah, a lot of bullshit. Everything I hate about L.A. You know what? Life is like L.A. where you're sitting right. there, you're talking to people. You, there is no depth and you're just right. looking over the person's shoulder to see who else is in the room that you can talk to. Exactly. <laughs> but podcasts, we dive into this stuff. Um, yep. and, and one thing that Lauren and I were talking about you, um, and it wasn't weird. We weren't in bed at the time, but we were talking <laughs> about how parallel our lives are. We're both engaged. Um you have a fiance, so do I. Yours is a little bit different. Lauren and I are actually going to get married. Right. And similar ages, you and yeah, I. Yeah. A year apart. I'm 51. And how old is your fiance? He's seven years younger. So he's turning okay. 46. So Lauren's younger was, than me no, too. No, did I add that wrong? 52. Yeah. he's All I know is he's turning 46. Oh, she's younger too. Yeah. How old is she? She's, We're not allowed to say. Uh, I can say she's 35. Okay. Um, okay. But wow. did, you didn't get into this with the idea of, we're getting engaged. We're going to get married. You don't really care if you get married. I'm like, like, 
you're with someone and you want to know how much they're committing to you. And there's like, and I don't want to say this in the wrong way. Like, it's not a goalpost, but it's sort of the next step and how serious are we about each other. And it's a commitment. Also, we're long distance. Yeah. So, so there has to be some sort of binding commitment to make that worthwhile. It's not been easy, you know, to be long distance, but in a way it's also been easy. It's annoying more than it's not easy. Like, how do you do it? Well, here's the, I, he's, I, I assume you're, you're East coast. He's West. No, no, that would be impossible. Oh. He's Boston, but it's still okay. a pain in the ass. Like right. it sounds, it might as well be Florida, Ohio. Totally. It doesn't matter. You're still getting in a car four hours or three hours. So I moved closer in Connecticut to Boston, which does make a difference when you're driving. Um, but the point that I really do want to make is that as when we're younger, we have these ideals about what it's all yeah. supposed to be like. And it's like, what are we doing for dinner? And what are we doing here? And we're one. And we go to your parents and we go to my parents yeah. and we parent the same way and we do the same. Right. So when you get into a relationship when you're older, it's weird and selfish because you both have your own ways of doing things and you both have your own life. But if you talk to most people that are really successful relationships, they're kind of saying like, this person lets me be me. I let them do them. We have nights with our friends. We do our own thing. Like he travels. I mean, I hear all these different things and it kind of is like a dirty secret that a long, a non-traditional relationship is not, is kind of good. Like some people, I've read articles where people don't even live in the same place that it works because I get my time with him, yeah. my time with my child, my time with my business, and then our time all together for blending. And like, there are these little silos and then there's when everything's together. So sometimes it sucks because it's like you're always in the calendar and right. it's annoying. But you're really free to do what you're doing and not feel torn when you're not together. Well, it's funny. That Lauren and I sense. just didn't know. It does. We just had this conversation last night. We were talking about people that live apart and that there are even, you know, marriages, longtime marriages where they don't live together. And, right. it, and I'm like, well, I don't want that. Like Lauren and I do live together. But I was like, you know what? I, I get that. And she's like, so do I. Like, I, I can totally see that non-traditional thing working. Because another human being is annoying. They're not you. <laughs> we said the same thing. So no thing. matter what they do is annoying to well, you. Well, and especially what, what I guess what her point is, or what the point she made was, especially when you get to a certain age, right? We get set yes. in our ways. We, yes. we are, I, I am not an easy human being to live with anymore at 51 because yeah. there are things I just love to do. I want to do. And I don't want to give that up. And yeah, that's selfish. And you do have to compromise. I get it and all that. And so does Lauren. She gets it. But we're very careful about these are the things she loves, which Bravo is one of them. Uh, and these are things I love. You can't make a dog a cat. Right. Paul falls asleep at 930 at night. Like I'm not out tripping the life fantastic. Right. But we're just different people. And I wanted, I went to launch my Forever Young Wine, do a shoot in Saint-Tropez and he didn't come. And I used to feel guilty, like not asking him to come to do this thing. And it's not for Paul. And it's not for me because I don't want to be doing, I don't want to be dragging him around. And you, I want to be You both would have gone and had a crappy time and you would have felt guilty trying to. Lauren, yeah. Lauren just came with me to this golf tournament last week. I was in Fort Worth, really good friend of mine. Oddly, his name is Chris Harrison too, but um, that's a different <laughs> story altogether. Yeah. But so I, I was at this golf tournament and again, Drinking, partying, it's, it's all day. She came up because a lot of the wives took part in this thing. And I, I just saw her and she's miserable. She hated it. it. It was just- And you're thinking about it. Yeah. And then now it's taking me out of having a good time. Yes. And I know she's miserable. And she was just trying to do the right thing. And we love the fact that we can look at each other and say, babe, I don't want to do this. And I'll say, no, great. Don't do it. Go do right. your thing. Right. 
fully get that's yeah, okay. Exactly. So, right. The only rub with the long distance becomes when you're together and alone. Like it might not be on a weekend. It could be on a Monday and Tuesday, and then everyone feels the need to make it like perfect. And it's like this small honeymoon where if you're working, you feel guilty. So there is a little bit of a time and the way you manage it and what it means. So you feel more pressure when you and Paul are together because it's like, okay, this is our time. Yes, exactly. And it's, and then you feel self-conscious if something's going on or something's going on with work. So finding that balance, which also though I've struggled with in relationships where we are not in different cities. Sometimes I don't know how to, who in this relationship, thank God, I know who I am, like what my life is in the past. I have immersed into someone else's and then we're a we, and I don't understand what to do on my own. I like to be alone a lot, like not normal a lot. I'm a recluse, like a borderline. Where where did that come from? My father was always alone. My mother was, think about my father. There was a stain in the leather chair behind his head from watching horse races all day long. He was always alone with the exception of like going after a race to dinner with you guys. But like he was always home alone. And my mother was home alone all the time till four o'clock in the morning. And I was an only child. So like, I don't know if that's genetic, if that's the models I saw, because I didn't really live with them for most of my life. But I am a natural born recluse. It's a very, first of all, it's a very healthy thing um, to be able to be alone with yourself and be satisfied and be happy. Uh, Mine came from the bachelor bachelorette world for 20 years. I traveled the world and I would typically travel by myself and live by myself. You know, every now and then my wife or kids would come or whatever. When I started dating, you know, Lauren would come. But for the most part, for 20 years, uh, you know, the crew would go and I would try to come in later because I would try to stay home as much as possible. So, you know, I would fly to South Africa by myself, be put in this crazy, beautiful resort by myself. And I, I had so much time alone that it became, I became okay with it. Oh, and also though, I think fame and you change because people look at you differently and want to talk to you and your body language changes and you just retreat a little bit because yeah. going out becomes something very, very different. Going out could be like a, a public appearance. If you, your friend said to you, let's go to the food and wine tasting of Milwaukee and you just show up there, they're tasting food and you're doing a public appearance. Right. You are taking pictures. And, and that's funny yeah. you say that people say, oh, have you changed? Or I'm like, you know, the, the noble you know, answer you would love to say is, no, I've never changed. I'm the same guy I was when I grew up in Dallas, but you do change because you got to protect yourself and you protect your time and you become pickier with your time and who surrounds you because you're right. When I go to an event or you go, you know, you're going to take pictures. You're going to have conversations, a lot of the same conversations, people asking you the same questions and, and it's great. That's what they know you for. And I don't have a problem with that, but yeah, if I take a trip, it is going to be a little bit different than what my friends are going to experience. You're right. right. So your body language changes. Uh, you know, I used to be a person that would talk to the two top next to us. I still do it sometimes now, but if I do it, that means that the two top to the left is then going to start talking to us. Yeah. And now we're having a group party and Paul's a very private person. And you find there's that time in night where people start drinking and there's that tipping point in the night too, where you're like, okay, I'm out. Or one person. Yeah, I was like, literally half nude in a spa yesterday and a girl said hi to me and then three other girls because one person has opened the thing and I'm not complaining either. It just changes that you become closed off because if you're open, 
to one person, hi, then so many people are like, oh, she's so open. She's just like us. And we're just all having a party while she's naked in a sauna. And you feel a little self-conscious. You feel insecure. And you feel like, are these people like looking at me? And what does she look like naked? And are her boobs real? And like, you just start to get paranoid in your mind about what other people are thinking because they're probably thinking it. They're real and they're spectacular, everybody. I just yes, want you to know. Exactly. Let's just let that be said. Yeah. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. Now, would you ever, I mean, with all this said, if you had this perfect world and, and you lived in Boston or Paul lived in Connecticut, would you guys, would you live together? Would you take that step? I mean, we would live together and we do pretty much live together mm -hmm. and we are connected all day long. And I mean that in a way where it's not like we're long distance, we're, I, it's too much. We're 50 times a day talking yeah. about everything and we're now working on this youtube thing together which is actually really fun just like you guys are working together yeah. too interesting but um we're like-minded in being anti-social very creative yeah. like entertainment adjacent he's produced a bunch of movies even though he's a real estate developer so and it does even though it sounds cheesy for paul and myself life partner sounds really accurate like he's a oh, great okay partner He's just a great partner in life. He's very supportive. He's very loyal. He's he's just he's a good life partner. So I don't say that to people like this is my partner. Right. That's 
cheesy. I'm just saying it to you. If you're asking the definition, yeah. that's what it well, feels you know what? like. That, it's such a great, that's such a healthy thing. And again, you wish if we could give people advice that are getting into this game when in your 20s, 30s, whatever, being able to truly define your relationship the way you want it, whatever that means and looks like to you, do it. It's also, okay. what are you coming into it from? Your yeah. your fiance, Lauren, was not ever married before, right? She was. No, she was divorced too. But no kids. No kids, but also okay, didn't, different. Also did not want to have kids. Uh, loves mine. Um, but I also understood that that was my choice to have kids. It was not her. And so she does love my kids and, and appreciates that. And God, she's amazing, her effort and all that. But I also try to understand that that wasn't her life choice. Um, they are still you know, my children. So I try to, you know, and they're older now, they're 20, 21 and 19. So it's a whole different dynamic than if she came into the picture and they were nine and 11 years old and we're doing, you know, dance lessons and going to plays and all that stuff still. Um, and but so she's was, she came in though, not going through a wretched child custody divorce. Right. My, right? Yeah, my divorce was clean. I had been divorced for 11 years. My ex-wife was already remarried. It was, so it was a, it was as easy of an entry as it could possibly be. And and my ex actually loves Lauren more than she loves me. They actually will talk and in text. And so it's a very, very healthy uh, situation. Thank God. Like, cause I, right, well, I have friends and I'm sure you do too, where it's just a nightmare and you can't even talk to your ex or whatever. And that it's, I, I feel for those people. Well, I'm saying what you're walking into is affected by what you're walking out of. So yes. I was coming out of a 10-year divorce on a two-year marriage. And the models I saw as my mother and my father and my stepfather were horrendous and wretched in divorce. So I'm, I was coming out of a hall of fame, to use that word again, <laughs> term again, divorce. Like very, very, yeah. very, the worst experience of my life by far. So I'm I'm now walking into a relationship. I'm not like skipping down the road right. to be doing documents and legally being married. Like it would make sense to anyone. I experienced the most trauma I've ever experienced in my life in get in my marriage and divorce. So that's another reason. I don't want to say that because that doesn't sound all fun, but that's another reason why, why someone might not ask me as often, like, why aren't you married yet? Well, you have, you have perspective. Yeah, you have perspective. Yes. You have scar tissue. I mean, I, I always tell people, you know, everyone everyone shows up for your wedding and there's the Congo line and the chicken dance and yay. Uh, all those people aren't at the divorce proceedings when you're sitting there with the mediator and you're going over and you're you're basically dissolving a company. And that's what a divorce is. You're exactly you're dissolving a company and breaking it apart. And I'm like and I, I vividly remember having this moment with a lawyer of just sitting there with my ex and, and you're breaking things apart and going through everything. And I'm like, hmm. This is a far cry from that big celebration we had 17 exactly. years ago. So I, you definitely have to take that perspective and that knowledge into the next relationship. You'd be crazy not to. Yeah. And I do transactional business deals all day long. And there's something about that, what, what comes with that, that I just, it's counterintuitive to me. I understand marriage for a reason, mm -hmm. like you're going to have kids or for this reason or religion or convert a million reasons or you're 24 and you want to be protected and you want to know when you're this age and you have your own career and your own life, it's hard to contemplate legally being married just based on what I've been through. I understand it. I don't, I, yeah. I, I condone it. I'm just saying it's hard to like, be like I've, I've got to do this right now. This has to happen. Well, and that's how I felt when I got engaged. I mean, first of all, when Lauren and I started dating, you know, she knew I, I didn't really 
care one way or the other. Marriage was not a priority for me again because right. I had been married. You know, I did the thing where I I had kids and all that, and she had been married too and had the big wedding. So neither neither one of us were really thinking date. Let's get married. Things just progressed, and that's how I, mm-hmm. I I've loved this relationship so much is that it's just taken its own course, and we've never said to ourselves what's next, when, 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 you know, and so it's always just kind of hit us of, you know, what? it's time, it's time to stop, you know, like for six months, nobody knew we were dating. Then we went public and then we took this step and got engaged. Then we decided to get married and we're doing it on our own time. And we've been together for five and a half years and it just, it makes sense. It makes sense to us. Yeah, exactly. And if it doesn't make sense to you, God bless you. Call, I mean, whatever floats your boat at this point in your life. Yep. I totally get it. Live together, live apart. Life's tough enough. Be happy for crying out loud. I agree. I could not agree more in work and in relationships. Yeah. And and well, and, and I think both of us have been blessed enough to have been successful in our lives that you get the power of saying no and the ability to say no is a wonderful thing, isn't it? Amazing. It's, 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 I mean, I wrote a book called The Place of Yes, but the, the no, <laughs> I say no so much more than I say yes. Honestly, it's just a very, it's nice to, what you have to get to this age to realize what you really do want to do. And you really, you, my life is not defined by a full calendar. It's almost like I hate when it's full. And we're trying to say, really only do things that you love, like really to have that discipline and be able to have the luxury of only doing things that you love because you've worked to that point is, is really a blessing. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. 
Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. Housewives, do you still have love in your heart for, for that franchise? Um, It's not the franchise. It's the experience. Like, I love the comedy, yeah. the ridiculousness. And I was always the Greek chorus, and I'm always in this position where I get to be who I am talking to this audience about this, this show that yeah. I'm observing around me, and I'm very good at directing that sort of traffic. And I love the... Sp- I'm, I will say something. My father may be the Hall of Fame horse trainer. I am the Hall of Fame of that sport. Like being in the middle of a reality show like that, navigating all of this, that is literally my wheelhouse. But what, and I'm also, I'm excellent at navigating the media. It's not that I'm not good for it. It's not good for me. So I don't want to like do that with people that I don't really, I may not care for them. And then I have to right. live out this argument that's public for three months about something that I don't care about with a person I don't care about and do a media tour about it. And it's really trashy and really toxic. Yeah. And the name of Housewives is a zero-sum game. Someone is always winning and someone's losing. When right. you're doing it, you're someone's f***ed and you may not know who it is and it may be you. And if you don't know who's it's you that's f***ed. Right. Like, yeah, if you don't see the sucker at the poker table, it's you. That's what I'm saying. You're the fish. So- that's what it is. There's and so it's always like kill or be killed. Yeah. And I just don't want to live like that. But you I you were the great you were phenomenal at, at being what I would call the narrator. Um right. we had people on the show that they were just so good at summing up exactly what everybody's seeing. And you need that person. Yes, you can observe it on TV because it's a very visual medium, but to have somebody comically and intelligently narrate that and sum it all up for the audience. It. That is the brilliance of Bethany. That is the brilliance of a person like you is you can observe, take it in, digest it, and then articulate it perfectly so it is funny, poignant, and stirs the pot a little bit. That is, it, it, you're right. That is a unbelievably difficult uh, person to find in a show. So with that said, are you, because you, there, there were rumors because that you were in a video that you, I don't think it was even you at that. This is a good little experiment because we get to like show that pe- these citizens journalists make things true. Yeah, the that Real aren't Housewives w- legacy video that you weren't in that. No, I'm sitting here with you, Chris Harrison, in my basement where the power just went out. I'm not in St. Bart's, but everybody thinks I am. And somehow, you know me, I'm thinking, how do I monetize? There's no way for me to, ma- they think I'm there. And Bravo gets to seem like they've put me on this show. But um, so no, I'm not there. I'm right here. And Bravo's done something really smart because they've been able to pay these women one week salary versus four months salary. You get a season out of it. And they're going to get six episodes. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. And and you would ask me, like, people always ask me when I go back, like, I talked to Paul about it yesterday. There's a number <laughs> to go there right now, get on a plane right yeah. now. There's a number, but they can't pay it. Well, that's that, I feel the same way about The Bachelor when people ask me. And again, I, as you said on your show, I was like, you said never say never, and I I will never say that. My mom taught me don't ever close a, a right. door because you just never know what'll happen in life. No. And yeah, there's a number, <laughs> and, and there's other things that would happen. Oh, yours to- is about a number, so mine's a full number. Like it's a number. Well, mine was a number, and there were several factors that needed to take place. Those factors actually took place. Those things have happened. So now it really is about a number. That yeah. would, and there would be some conversations as well. But yeah, of course. I mean, 
if they came and said, look, we've, we've lost 65% of our audience, please come back and help us reinvent and, and save this. And I'd be like, okay, let's start the negotiations if you want to actually fix this. But what about this? Here's, here's the other thing. Like Samantha or Kim Cattrall went back for one scene, but they have marketed it like she's on the whole right. thing. So I keep getting, I've gotten asked in the past seasons, like from producers, just one lunch, one dinner. I'm like, oh, you, and you're not going to market that? Like right. I've been in every that, scene of, no, there's no, I've this put is a my win little for tippets. you. This is yes. not a win for me. Exactly, which is like, this is a win for them. That's why you didn't hear any from Bravo dispelling the fact that I'm in St. Bart's right now. There's been, they've been quiet as mice over there. No one's saying Bethany is not in St. Bart's because they know they're not stupid. They want the viewer to think Jill and I are getting on a plane to go to St. Bart's. And also, I think it's liberating. Years ago, when I went back and um, Andy Cohen said, what's it going to take? And I, and I really didn't want to go back at all. But I then said, I'm going to give you a number. I'm going to give it to you. You come back with it or not. And that's the only way I'll go back. You weren't allowed to say that. Would you be like, I miss connecting with the audience and I miss all this stuff. Now I think there's a liberation to being like, yeah, there's going to be a number. Well, and and this is relatable to the everyday person, you know, who's (laughs) going through whatever, because your employer, the job will play on your emotions. Mm -hmm. Bethany, you don't you want to do this because of this franchise that meant so much to you and these girls and just do what's right. And you do. And it's like, they're not doing it for those benevolent, overreaching reasons. They're doing it for a number as well. They're doing oh, it because fair. Bethany Frankel Thank means you. ratings. They're doing fair. it because that promotion will sell tickets. So fair. it's not okay. And they and the, I saw this all the time. They still do it to this day to play on former bachelors and bachelorettes. We changed you. You know, be grateful for the for the life we've given you. This. Oh, I get that too. Bravo major. I'm like, I made Bravo too. They got a different caliber of woman after my skinny girl deal. Trust oh, I and got, believe. Every time yeah. I went through negotiations with my boss, it's you know, aren't you aren't you grateful for this? I said, dude, I think we've been both beneficial. It's been yeah. a pretty good franchise for you too for 20 years. Uh, yeah. I worked my ass off, and I'm pretty good at what I do. Um, you're lucky to have had me as well. And nice. so, Good for you, Chris Harrison. This goes both ways. Well, which is the reason why we ended up getting uh, a divorce. But <laughs> right, no, but you're not. I'm not in any act. Just I'm acting like the person that they're like at my door begging me. No, no. There's an open invitation over yeah. there if I decide to get paid, whatever. But uh, no one's calling me today to be like, please come back. It's just Zero, a conversation, though. But you understand the the way the game is played. That this is a even playing field, and it's a conversation that would be had of I'm not emboldened to do anything for you. You are not emboldened to do anything for me. We're right here. So this is is going to be 50-50. Yeah, but yours is not gross. Yours, I have done, I have done a rinse. Yeah. Like yours is not, yours is different. Yours is like, you're a host, you're in a suit, you're protected. Mm-hmm. Mine is going back into a swamp pit. So I need to be paid to be climbing into a pile of shit. And it affects you because it does affect your personal it's life. It's disgusting. And so I really don't want to do it and I'm not going to do yeah. it. That's why it's just, but there is a number to get me to do it. I'm just yeah. saying it's astronomical. <laughs> it's not astronomical. It's big though. No, but we all have a number. I mean, yeah, yeah, look, there's look a what's going on in the world of sports right now with Live Golf and the PGA Tour. These guys had a number. Lionel Messi was offered $4 billion to go play in Saudi Arabia. So we all have a number. Okay. We all have a number. But mine's like, yeah, I'm, yeah. Okay. Is yours 4 billion? <laughs> no, I'm saying, no, I didn't mean mine's big. I'm yeah. saying, I don't really want it. I don't know if I really want to do it. It'd be fun. It's, it's a game. We're playing a game, you and yeah. I. Yeah. 
in our own minds. Yeah. Like like ABC's not sitting outside your door no, right no, now begging no, no, you. No, they're not. Right. Same story. You just know the number. You know what's going on over there and you know that there's like a friendly conversation with them overall. It's a dance. You still are saying the stuff you're saying. We're very similar. Like I'm still saying that when you go on Watch What Happens Live, it's a fucking trap. Every time you go on, it's a question to make you look bad and right. somebody else, but it's okay. I'm playing the game. Right. Well, it's our job and it's and it's what I love to do. I mean, I love TV. I love hosting. I love producing. Um, I will continue to do that no matter where it is. Um, and it is what we love to do. It just so happens that our stuff gets displayed and gets prominently put out there for the world to digest and, and do with it what they please, especially when you are the subject, when you are one of the cast members. I don't think we're going back, you and I. Uh, no, I, I, really, I would, if I was a betting man, I don't I, think so. I would say there's close to a 0% chance. It doesn't make any, honestly, it doesn't make much sense for either one of us business-wise. Right. I don't think it's a good business move for you to go back to Housewives. It's not a good business for me to go back to a show that is not doing well because no. the chances of it turning around are, in this day and age of network TV are slim and none. I mean, it's 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 dying. That franchise And the pressure is dying. will be on you. Right. I did that. And I was all, and it, thank God it went back up, but that was a different, the B is back and it felt pressure. And like, now you go back. Right. You know, I mean, Lauren Michael said it best. You have to make an exit to make an entrance, but are you going back and making an entrance back there? I mean, it, it could go either way because you'd get a big number and who cares? Like if you got a big enough number and right. you go back and the ratings don't change, what the hell do you right. care? Right, it doesn't matter. You know, no one saw it. Who cares? I look at yeah. it like getting back with an ex that you've been married to for 20 years. You know what it's all about. Exactly. You 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 know how unhappy you were. You know all the pitfalls. So why would you go back and do that again? So it makes no sense business-wise, emotionally, relationship-wise. But I, all I've ever said is that door, you know, is I would just never say never. But for you and no, I, yeah. there's yeah. bigger and better things on so many fronts. It would be, it feels like a back step for both of us. It does. And also the reason you brought up that it's not good business for either Bravo can chop up this chicken 50 ways and make chicken salad, make yeah. chicken broth and make chicken stock. Same thing with The Bachelor. It's The Bachelor on Tuesdays. It's The Bachelor pizza night. It's The Bachelor vacation. <laughs> Just chop all the shit up together and make make walk chicken right. and broccoli. Like they can make anything they want. Potluck supper every night and re-churn and churn and still make, have an advertising budget. They come in, they'd have to pay you for that big show. It's not, doesn't make economical sense for them either because your head is still knowing what your value was then money money wise that they don't have it that way anymore that's why they can right. get girls for a hundred thousand dollars to rip each other's limbs off for a week who were fired and need to be relevant and need that hit because they'll do it and they're yeah. all going to be even crazier because they need the hit like it's just not economical sense to be like let's no, pay Bethany to get back in that lion's den yeah it would take a lot it Funny. would take a lot. But I like the conversation. I like the jogging. Paul, literally Paul and I have fictitious conversations where Paul would never even put, Paul has never been on, he would never be on right. any TV with me. Never. There's no upside for Smart him. He's man. a very private person, very private family. But we'll even play what his number is. I'm like, okay, but I go back <laughs> and you have to come with me. What's your number? And we do it all the time. Well, it's I just really talked funny. to, uh, and then just dropped uh, the other day, in my interview with Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan. And, oh, okay. and I asked Marcus if he was going to be a part of the show. And he said, yes, probably oh. so. And I thought I got off, I got off the podcast and I told Lauren, I go, if I'm an executive or a producer at Bravo, I am losing my mind that I have Michael Jordan's son for free, for free, essentially dating Scotty Pippen's ex-wife. Like I own this story. Now I own Michael Jordan 
essentially in Scottie Pippen in this story. I'm yes. like, I hope and I hope to God that Marcus is bending them over backwards asking for money because if he's not, he's crazy because he can and they really can't pay him what he's worth and they really, really won't. I don't think he's getting any. I mean, think about that. I know. But here's the weird thing about Housewives and that. Yeah. Those type of stories aren't as big as you'd think. Like whenever you're on the Housewives in the big first couple of years, you're like, oh, I'm best friends with Madonna. So we're going to go to this right. event and let's shoot Madonna. You shoot Madonna. It's not like no, it's Jamie Lee Curtis being on Beverly Hills. It's not. Who cares? Yeah. And people become different there, too. Like in my mind, Kelly Ben Simone had a lure. She was married to Jill Ben Simone. She gets on that show. She's she's another whack job in New York City. Tinsley Mortimer, the big the big taffeta wearing New York socialite. She gets on that show, and everybody becomes like just a person. No, it's, it's story weird. driven. It's all about the story that's being yeah. being driven yeah. and, and the and the drama and all that. But I just I love the fact. No, that, it's a good get. Oh, it's, it's a good. good get. It's a great story because that will continue to be dramatic. I mean, that's that relationship and. Obviously, it's what they will do to that relationship, right? It's it's how you will produce around that. Yeah, well, he's going to have to be smart and his family's going to yeah. have to be like, what do you do? But like no one really cared about Kelsey Grammer except for how it pertained to Camille is what I'm trying to say. And right. He's a much bigger celebrity, one of the highest paid actors of all time on television. But like it didn't matter that he was in that episode. He was filler, which yeah. is weird. Someone becomes different there. I don't know why that it's just fame is not as important on reality TV as the, the wackadoodles that are on it. That's so true. <laughs> speaking you of, speaking of, we are two of the biggest wackadoodles you're ever going to run into. Um, <laughs> I have so enjoyed this day. Me too. I've really looked fun. forward to it. And the best part about Bethany and I is we had no idea what we were going to talk about. We had no, no rundown. And no. we are both so full of shit. That we just talked for an hour straight, <laughs> and we, we could. And if you didn't shut us up, if the producers weren't telling us to stop, this could go on for hours. It could be a marathon, a hundred percent. Nobody learned anything, and no one's smarter for it. Uh, so make sure uh, th there's this is kind of a two part series. So make sure you go to Bethany's uh, podcast, and you're going to hear kind of the first part of this, and then obviously you've already if you've made it to this point and survived, you've listened to this as well. But listen to uh, both podcasts because I think they are both unbelievably insightful and very different. Um, but we have to do this again. We must do this again. Yeah, and we should continue it where you and I do it with somebody else. That's also on iHeart and have a stupid conversation with them. It would have to be someone who's really going to be strong and could fit in this, this dynamic duo. The business mind of Bethany always cranking. <laughs> always. I can't help it. Awesome, Chris. Thank you so much. It was so fun. Thank you. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the most dramatic pod ever. And make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. I'll talk to you next time. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. M. Robinson Fine Jewelers. 
Austin's luxury jewelry retailer, featuring premier bridal lines from around the world in one breathtaking location. They create the ultimate shopping experience, blending sophistication and style with exquisite diamonds and unique engagement rings. Custom design your own rings and anniversary pieces of your dreams, or choose from a large collection of luxury jewelry and fine watches. M. Robinson Fine Jewelers is located in Bee Cave, Texas, just down 620 from the Hill Country Galleria, or view their collection online at mrobinsonjewelers.com. 